This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, it's our second hour. We go till 3 o'clock today right here on the Big Talker 1700. Jimmy B and TC, you can always get in on the program at 264-1700. Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. It's always entertaining. Uh, He pays me to say that about him when Alex comes on the show, and he's going to join us right now. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hello, Alex. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing this week? We're doing great, pal. Let's kind of jump into this right now. Um, Some recruiting news, uh, particularly we'll start with Iowa State football. And they got themselves, at least it appears on paper anyway, a dual threat QB. Yeah, Iowa State picked up its quarterback uh, May 1st. It took them until, you know, a lot of times you see uh, quarterback commits happen fast, but Iowa State was willing to wait, um, you know, until Real Mitchell made his decision yesterday and he picked Iowa State. Um, he had offers throughout the process from, you know, Arizona, Northwestern, South Carolina, Rutgers, uh, UConn, and some others. And, you know, as you know, with quarterback recruiting, sometimes schools fill up. So, you know, Arizona and Northwestern had already taken quarterback, so he probably couldn't go there. But, you know, there was competition for him throughout the process, and obviously hadn't offered a quarterback in a couple months because they really wanted to get him. And so they were willing to wait, kind of took their chances. If he would have went somewhere else, they would have had to kind of start from square one again. But they do get their guy in Real Mitchell out of California. You know, he has a 24-7 sports composite of 85, which going back to 2007, um, so 10, 10 years, 15 total quarterbacks that Iowa State's taken. He's their third highest-ranked quarterback in that span. So, like you said, a true dual-threat guy that passed for 3,000 yards last year and ran for 1,000. So that's kind of what Iowa State likes in him. Yeah, a guy that can certainly move around back there. And, and Mitchell, undersized, not even listed at six foot. And if you know a guy is listed at 5'11", maybe even a smidge uh, smaller yeah. than that. But we've seen so many times at the college level. Height, maybe at the NFL it's more important, but at the college level – you can get by with a guy like this, and it's not just that he's at a great high school program out there. It's a program that went out, uh, played some other state schools. They played a powerhouse from Cincinnati. He played incredibly well in that game. This kid just looks like an unreal prospect, and he's not your prototypical six-four gunslinger back there, but, boy, he can move. Yeah, and that's kind of the interesting thing about him. I talked to our national guy who saw him in that Cincinnati game, like you said, um, St. John Bosco is a very highly regarded football school. They uh, played Bishop Gorman last year. They played, uh, like you said, in Cincinnati. They played some of the top competition. I think last year they were ranked second nationally. They, you know, Real Mitchell's backup just got offered by Oregon, and he's younger than Real. So, I mean, they've got guys after guys. And so, you know, they play high-level competition. So anytime you're putting up 3,000 yards passing and 1,000 yards rushing um, at, at that level, you can translate to the college level. And going back to my conversation with our national guy, that's kind of what he said. You know, we have Real Mitchell at 5'11 and a half. He said if Real Mitchell was 6'3, even maybe 6'2, he probably could have picked, 
you know, have his pick of schools. You know, that's kind of the main reason that maybe he doesn't have even more Power 5 offers is because, you know, some schools do want that 6'3", six, 6'4", six, guy. You know, even Iowa State and Zeb Noland and Devin Moore, uh, those are bigger quarterbacks, but Iowa State likes his athleticism and some of the intangibles so much that they still think that height um, can translate well to the Big 12 and to Iowa State. Right, just because he's uh, 18 and entering college doesn't mean he might not grow a couple more inches. You just don't stop growing when you turn 18. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think I updated his height recently. You know, I see they did measurements for spring ball, and he is 5'11 and a half now. And like Trent said, you know, sometimes those high school weights get to college or heights get to college and they fluctuate by an inch or two. But, you know, if he is truly at 5'11 and a half, you know, he could still get to the six foot or, or slightly above, you know, by the time he ever steps on the field in college. Talking with Alex Halstead, 24-7 sports, cyclonealert.com for Cyclone fans. Great recruiting information as always. Alex, uh, I brought it up last week and I had to tell Jimmy B. The story of Riel Mitchell and uh, his background, his family, uh, quite the story there with the mom that was on the great show of the 90s, the American Gladiators. Yeah, he, he's got a really interesting story. You know, like you said, his mom was a track star at Nebraska, which I think made things interesting this last week because Nebraska went in to watch him throw. Um, they obviously didn't offer before he made a decision, and North Carolina's been showing late interest. But So his mom was a track um, star, I guess, at, at Nebraska. I think she was on some USA teams uh, in Olympic trials and stuff like that, or world teams. And then she was blazed on the American Gladiators, and he told me that his mom and dad met by his dad was a Marine who trained the American Gladiators. So wow. it's just kind of a interesting story but he's uh obviously comes from a athletic family and uh you know he runs track as well which that dual sport athlete i think he told me he thinks that track speed has helped him a little bit on the football field which probably comes from his mom she was blaze man i remember blaze blaze was the stuff (laughs) (laughs) i remember that that was great uh probably before your time alex you may have to go back and uh watch tv land or something like that so you get a a feel of what blaze did on american gladiators yeah i googled it and real kind of laughed about it he said that it's been a few years but he used to kind of go back and watch and it's kind of he said kind of cool to see his mom beat up on some people, but uh, <laughs> definitely an inter- definitely not a story you hear you know, every year with a recruit. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, that's great. Uh, let's uh, quickly go then to basketball. And yesterday, Trent and I had a conversation about Iowa State and how Cameron Laird is pretty much the great unknown. And you still have, what, three scholarships still open and we know that there, you still got a couple of guys looking at coming. Uh, where where are they right now? Kind of give out the, those names. Yeah, it's kind of been a roller coaster month of April because I think at the beginning of April, Iowa State was in on arguably some of the top graduate transfers out there, and people I think were putting together this perfect scenario where you know if they got all these targets, the top targets, you know they'd be wherever in the NCAA tournament picture. And, you know, Shakur Houston went to UNLV. Eliza Brown just went to Oregon. Um, you know, they had a couple other targets go elsewhere. Daryl Edwards went to LSU. And so now they kind of still have, like you said, enter May with three scholarships still. They got Mariel Shayok from Virginia as one of those scholarships that they filled already in the spring. But he will be a big piece, but not until 2018-19. So people are still wondering, what are they going to do? And I think the ideal situation is probably to take a graduate transfer forward uh, graduate transfer guard or wing and a sit out forward. I mean, in the perfect situation, that would still 
apply. Uh, the sit-out forward is Ed Morrow from Nebraska. He just visited this last week, and he's now been to Iowa State and Marquette. He's supposed to go to Pittsburgh this weekend, Xavier the weekend after, and then would likely make a decision. There is some thought that he could still cancel those two trips and decide between Iowa State and Marquette. Obviously, Iowa State hopes that's the case. So he's really the only sit-out guy that they've been connected to recently, and so that would be the guy there. Um, Jeff Beverly from Texas San Antonio is going to get to Iowa State tomorrow for his visit. You know, he's a 6'6 forward, averaged 15.8 points per game and I think 5.9 rebounds per game last year for Texas San Antonio. Um, I think Iowa State's in really good shape with him to potentially get a commitment by the time he leaves Friday, though. Uh, he does have some visits set up to St. John's and, uh, and is looking at some other schools. So it's not a sure thing that's going to get done this week, but he really, really likes Iowa State. Um, and then there's been some other names that you know, you're starting to see uh, guard names popping up. Iowa State hasn't really been connected to many of them, but you know Zach Lofton was one of them from Texas Southern. That's originally from St. Paul, Minnesota. I got kicked off the Minnesota team. He's been out a few schools. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard Iowa State connected to him, so I'm just throwing that name out there. But you know, you're starting to see more names pop up now, and I think they have to reevaluate the guards before we know more. Well, another big name that continues to be out there is uh, Mark Allstork, uh, but I saw that he has uh, made some of the official visits that he is going to be talking with. Iowa State didn't make the cut there. Allstork, does it look like that ship has sailed? Yeah, it does. I think Iowa State, you know, about a week ago I heard they kind of pulled out of that one because I think it was it, it was there was just some different stuff going on with the recruitment, a lot of hands involved, and I think you know, at this point, I don't know if you can really wait until he, A, you know, makes a decision on the NBA, which he's probably going to go back. But also, you know, Louisville's involved now, and the situation with Louisville is they don't have any scholarships. Mm-hmm. But if one of their guys goes to the NBA, then they're willing to take him. And so it's just kind of a long process. And I think Iowa State decided to move on. Um, South Carolina, Louisville, and others are involved. So it was going to get more clouded anyways. And so I think instead of wasting the time of maybe you waste a month of May and don't get him, they're just going to start looking at other guys. And like you said, I think he did narrow his list anyways. Okay, I referenced Camlin Laird. Can you give us any insight? Have you seen him much uh, in practice, in the gym? Can you give us any insight into what his game is? Well, I think, you know, he can space the floor a little bit. I've seen him, you know, shoot some threes, and I think he can do that. Even though that's not a big part of his game, he can stretch the floor a little bit. Um, I think he's just kind of the unknown until Steve Prohm tells us a little bit more about him and when they get into uh, summer workouts because he didn't get here until January. And when you get to January, February, and even March of, of the season, you're not practicing necessarily every day. When you do, you're going for an hour. And so he wasn't really practicing much with them. He was in their weight program, which obviously they think is a big help to have that, you know, five, six extra months than a normal freshman would get. Um, so there's a lot of positives there, but I don't know if he would, if people should put more expectations on him than, say, a Solomon Young last year, where you saw him come along towards the end of the year because he's going to be basically, uh, I mean, he's going to be a redshirt freshman that was here for a few months in a weight program, but I don't think he's been in a ton of practice, and I think there's just still a lot of unknowns. We haven't really seen him, and I think most of the work he did in February and March was individual work. You know, Alex, uh, a new name pops up, John Rothstein. He's breaking things, even if it isn't March. And uh, a kid from Princeton, a new name out there, Hans Braze. Tell us what you know. He just, uh, Rothstein had a tweet that Iowa State involved in the mix there. Big kid, 6'8", that's had a couple of ACL tears in his career. Yeah, I checked on him, and Iowa State is talking to him right now, and they are in the, the top five with Nebraska, Georgia Tech, uh, Richmond, and Georgetown, I think it is, and 
Um, they're in that picture. You know, obviously, like I said, Jeff Beverly comes Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both forwards. They're different. They're completely different forwards. Um, Beverly, six foot six, um, kind of can do some different things athletically. Uh, Brace, though, can shoot the three. You know, he shot the three pretty well at Princeton. I think, like you said, the big question is his knee. I mean, he played five games last year towards ACL. The year before, he missed the entire season with an ACL injury. So he basically hasn't played basketball the last two years. But the two years before that at Princeton, he was basically a 11, almost 12 points a game guy and, you know, between six and seven rebounds a game. So, you know, he could do something if he's healthy at his uh, last stop. But um, one thing I did hear, you know, as you're – because you know, things are so fluid with recruiting, is Iowa State would be willing, I think, in some situations to take two grads or transfer forwards. I think that situation would be either missing on Ed Morrow or missing on a grads or transfer guard. I think the ideal situation is to get a guard and forward, but if they miss somewhere else, you know, they've got enough scholarships where they could take two forwards and they're willing to take two forwards and you know, hope that you know, one or both of them produce next year. Are you optimistic about next season, or are you, okay, I'm going to sit back here and wait and see? I think it's kind of the wait and see. I think had they got Shakur Justin and Elijah Brown, um, I think people would have you know, been a lot more optimistic just right off the bat. But I think now it's kind of in a situation where it's going to be wait and see to see how some of the dominoes fall. I mean, Jeff Beverly, like I said last year, averaged 15.8 and – 5.9 rebounds a game, but he did it in Conference USA. And, you know, maybe his numbers translate to an Anthony Livingston who played in the Sun Belt and then went to Texas Tech this last year and averaged about 10 and 4. You know, and that could give you some production. But you don't know for sure what he would do if he comes to Iowa State. And we still don't know if they're going to, if they get another shooter, they kind of need to get some more shooting to, um, you know, replace what they've lost. And I think a big question is going to be Nick Wilder Bapp, you know. If he takes a big step, you know, we know he can defend and we know he can drive to the basket, stuff like that. If he adds a shot in the offseason and becomes a, you know, 10 to 12 points a game score, I think it completely changes the team. So I think there's some dominoes that we just don't know because there's a lot of unknowns, whether it's, um, you know, Bab or what does Wigginton do as a true freshman. And mm-hmm. they still need to add probably two more immediately eligible guys before they get to the fall. So have they added a couple guys in April? I think it'd be a better idea. But right now I think it's kind of still wait and see. Well, I'll finish up here, back to the football front. We opened up talking about Real Mitchell, the quarterback commitment. Uh, just thoughts overall on this class, five commitments at this point, including uh, last week a commitment from a junior college punter. But uh, what this class is going to look at, and, and what are the biggest needs for 2018 in football? Yeah, I think the biggest thing right now is that the class has just finally gotten going. You know, they got that commitment from Will McDonald um, back in um, February out of Wisconsin, a defensive end that has only played one year of college football, or I'm sorry, of, of football, period, high school football. But I would say it projects him, you know, really well. And then, you know, they got their kicker and their punter out of the way, which is something you kind of typically wanted. You only have to do every about four years, and you want to get it out of the way early because you want to get the best guys um, at those positions. But now things are starting to pick up. They got the receiver, Sterling Galden, last week from Texas. They got their quarterback, Real Mitchell. So I think that's the main thing right now is that things are just going. I think this class will probably end up around 20 or so. So they're, you know, when you look at the five that you mentioned, you're about a fourth of the way done. Um, and this has been a slower pace because I think an ideal situation is you, you want to have several spots open when the season starts because you're hoping that you can combine winning with recruiting and get some high-level guys then later in the process. But in terms of, you know, the major needs, I think defensive back is probably the top of the list. They really – want to bulk up that area. Last year they took eight defensive linemen, and so they kind of 
did work there. But I think running back, they didn't take one in 2017. So I think they're going after a ton of high-level running backs. They probably want two running backs, um, really work on the defensive backfield, and then offensive line just an area that they're continuing to go after. Um, you know, highlighted by Trevor Downing out of Creston, who mm-hmm. told me yesterday he's going to get to a decision pretty soon, I think probably this month. And right now it looks like Iowa State's probably of the lean right now, but Minnesota is trying to vie for him as well. Mm-hmm. How good, in your estimation, this coming fall will mm-hmm. Alan Lazard be? Well, you know, I, I think he'll probably break about every uh, record at Iowa State by the time uh, he gets through a season and might have most of them broken by midseason. But okay. I think, you know, it, this could be the year that he, he gets the 1,000 yards receiving. It's just going to be interesting to see you know, how they utilize them. I think, you know, it's going to be harder for teams to maybe double them if, you, if they do truly have some of the options they think they have this year. And they have so many guys that how many times do they target them? You know, does Deshante Jones get more touches and that sort of thing? But I think he has the potential now that they've kind of figured out how they want to use him. And Jacob Park, we saw him throw to him a ton and just throw things up to him. Now that Jacob Park's going to be the full-season quarterback, I think Lazard could have um, that 1,000-yard year. But you know, for sure, you would you would hope that if you're Iowa State, that he has at least 800 yards. Alex Halstead, 24-7 SportsCycloneAlert.com, the place to go. It's recruiting season, still a lot to be had out there on the basketball floor, figuring out what the Cyclones are going to do. Alex, as always, appreciate it. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good rest of your week. Okay, Alex, same to you, pal. 24-7 Cyclone Alert. Alex Halstead, on the Draft House 50 hotline. Good stuff out of him. Yes. And I think, just like what we stated yesterday, and just what Alex said, the big unknown is Cameron Laird. You know, yeah. what What? What do you got? Nobody really knows for sure. That's, that's the most interesting piece that I see right now is where he's going to get plugged in next uh next basketball season well and and i just wonder you know he talked a little bit that he's at least shown that he can shoot right. it a little bit from little the bit. outside yeah. you know if he can be a stretch four then he can play him together with solomon young mm-hmm. you know another name that we haven't talked a lot about that sat out last year as a transfer is ray Cassanga. i forgot him yes you know so there, there's another big body in there he didn't score a whole lot when he was at tennessee but at the very least maybe another physical presence mm-hmm. A guy that can give you five sure. fouls. And yeah. I think that was a big reason Simeon Carter kind of saw the writing on the wall, too. That's why he left. Right. Going in, he's got two years of eligibility. can go somewhere, sit out, and then uh, have two years to play because with Cassango now coming in, with Laird, with, with Solomon Young, mm-hmm. uh, that front court now, as it's been such a huge question mark with depth the last couple of years, right. now they're showing a little bit of depth there. And if they add a fifth-year guy maybe up front, you know, a couple of the names that we mentioned there with Alex, uh, the writing was kind of on the wall for, for Simeon. So uh, overall, it, it's an interesting team. You know, if if you're looking at the rosters that's currently constructed, I, I would say this would be the starting lineup. We know it's going to be Jackson, obviously. Correct. And Lindell Wing. And, and Lindell Wing, yes. So, so there's your backward. You know Solomon Young's going to start yep, again. he's going to start. So those other two spots, is it Laird? <laughs> is it Terrence Lewis, the freshman coming in yeah. from Milwaukee, who you know I love? I know you like I've, that I've kid. Already, I, yeah, I am, you're I am already the, on him. Yeah, I am the member of that fan club. <laughs> I love that kid's game. Okay. Uh, without adding any more pieces, that's kind of where you're looking at right now. It's, it's a pretty inexperienced team. Yeah. You know, you're talking about a couple of freshmen, maybe even three freshmen in that starting lineup, and, uh, and it might be looked at more of a rebuilding year if that's the case. But they still have three more scholarships to play with. They here. do. If they get Ed Morrow, another guy that'd have to sit out, if that's the case, you're looking at probably a grad transfer still you're going, but 
the pickings are getting a little they're, more slim. They're getting slimmer now. Yeah. yeah, they are. They are. But like I said, it's going to be interesting. And they will be, I think, in the Big 12, they're going to be the great unknown. Mm-hmm. They, they yeah. really will. The great unknown will be You know, be Kansas Iowa will State. be great. Yep. Kansas will be great. West Virginia, I think, is going to be good. Yep. Depends on Motley for Baylor. Correct. But, uh, yeah, after that, you kind of get into a lot of question marks across the league. Yeah, K-State will be yeah, yeah, kind of like they yeah, are. Yeah. 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 You, you Texas go through, Tech. Yeah, you're just yeah. all right. Right. TCU should be good. TCU will be very good. They should be good. Yes. Texas, I mean, they, they are bringing in the point guard. They are bringing in the point guard. But they also lost a bunch again this year. They did. So, you know, what's going to happen there? Oklahoma, we saw, we saw that young team start to get a lot better. Right. As the year went on. But Oklahoma Evan, State, Evans is gone, right? At Oklahoma State. At Oklahoma State, he's yeah, gone. Yeah. Yep, okay. But Oklahoma, I think, should be better. Uh, it's it's going to be a, a different kind of year, I think, I think you're right. Uh, I think it'll be it'll still be Kansas on top. Yes. And then That's I think... That's the easy part. Yeah. And then I think it'll be a different kind of Big 12. And then it'll be West that. Virginia. Yeah. Then TCU. I think those are your top three. I think three. TCU is really going to take a big leap. And then four through ten? Yeah. Yeah. Who do you like? Coin toss. Who do you like? Coin toss. That's it. Yeah. Quick break. We're coming right back, everybody. Jimmy B and TC. It's the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Can you finish this little ad phrase? BMW, the ultimate, right, most people know it's the ultimate driving machine. But this message isn't about BMW, it's about how your memory works. Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky, you know, memorable and powerful? Then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you, no obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. Hi, this is Marcus Pitts. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We're glad to share them. 
The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at RelaxDesMoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services with then prevailing rate supply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV $180 for internet equipment on return and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we continue on here uh, in about 10 minutes or so. Uh, Robert Rydell, Vikings Territory, will be our guest. We will uh, get into the NFL draft for the Vikings with him and also swing around a little bit in the NFC North as well with Chicago, Detroit, and Green Bay. Biggest news that was breaking now uh, from the NHL playoffs. Last night for the Pittsburgh Penguins, Sidney Crosby took a Serious cross-check after he got hit in the head with a flying stick. uh, Went down, had to be helped off the ice, never returned. Announced today he does have a concussion, and he will not play against the Washington Capitals in Game 4, which I believe is tomorrow night 
in Pittsburgh. So Sid the Kid, not on the ice tomorrow night for Pittsburgh. Good news for people with the futures wagers on the Capitals. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. It always goes back to the money. I I, I got a problem. I know you do. It's all right. Ah, It's all right. You got to fire Jimmy B from time to time. I got your back, pal. I loaned you $5. Yeah, right. You were running around looking for a nickel yesterday. I was. I was. I I thought I had a dollar in change, and I had 95 cents, and I'm running around the building during the commercial break because I wanted to buy some cookies. And (laughs) and I was just trying to bum a nickel. Just a nickel. Did you find it finally? Finally, I did. Because I wasn't getting it to you. I know. You didn't have it. No. The front desk didn't have any change. They had bills, but I already had 95 cents in the machine. Finally, who hooked you up? Doug Bailey hooked me Doug up. Doug Bailey hooked had you up. Had a nickel. <laughs> Did you pay him back? Uh, uh, of course not. What? Of course not. <laughs> what? Jimmy B paid somebody back? <laughs> it's never going to happen. So uh, we had fun talking with Alex Halstead. Good stuff. Uh, talking cyclones with him and and the Real Mitchell commitment. Uh, the quarterback commit for the 2018 class. It's it's something that happens every year. You know, the quarterback commitments kind of. How you want to get that ball rolling? Mitchell's talked a little bit about and you know, now working to recruit other kids uh, to join him at Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Fun prospect. I mean, he's a lot of fun to watch. Plays for a great program. He's undersized, but boy, he can move. I mean, he he, he reminds me a little bit of Pat White. Really? Yeah, I remember him at West Virginia. I do, yes. That's kind of what I think of when I when I was watching it. Now, White was left-handed, so he there, was, there's right. a different. But, yeah. but that's kind of the comp that I make. An undersized okay. quarterback, but real good speed to him. I uh, saw a play when they played uh, one of the powers from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. He just took the ball in a little, I think it was like a pistol formation. Sure. They're backed up at their own two-yard line. He just went off tackle and then beat everybody and in the corner. And he was gone? And he was gone. Wow. Uh, it was It was really... Really impressive. So he he's a kid I really do like, and I love the story. I, I love the story. So I had to ask you this, Jimmy. Yeah. His mom was an American Gladiator. Blaze, man. Was Blaze. Blaze was awesome. On the American Gladiators. Yeah. So uh, you watch the Gladiators, oh, right? Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, th- this is my wheelhouse. I'm. Do you know who was the first host of that? Well, Mike Adamley was the host yeah. throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Adamley. And they had Theisman for a while. Yeah. Jay Christensen was awful. I yeah. remember him one year. He yeah. was terrible. Yeah, he wasn't good on they, it at they, all. They had a bunch of guys. Zonka was on they, there. Yeah, Zonka. Uh, but, Didn't they have Hulk Hogan, too? I don't know. About, I think they I, did. I don't remember yeah. Hulk. But uh, so what was your favorite event of the Gladiators? Oh, God. That's... You got the Eliminator at the end, which is always awesome. Yeah. You know, and you, you got them. Um, they have to run up the uh, ramp that's going backwards. Backwards and try yep. to get to the top. Yep. I loved when they they'd break through the wall, and if you broke through the right one, there was nothing there, or there'd be a gladiator sitting there knocking, knocking it over you down. with I the like, blocking sled. I, I like the one where they would shoot stuff at you. Yeah, that's the that's, one I was thinking of too. A, was I couldn't believe you're trying to make it through this obstacle course. They're shooting and like they're, a they're shooting at you like a dart. Right, it's a padded dart. Yeah. You have a helmet on and yep. everything, so you're protected. But they're shooting at you. <laughs> it was it was a great event. It I was. love that one. I always wanted to do that event. I, I was the same See, way. You, yeah, man, I would love to do. Now that back event. then you were in your fifties. I I was nine, oh, but she, I still had a six pack then. <laughs> you would have been awesome. Now, I, I, it was. It's it's like just flab. It was a great show, though. It was a great show. It really was. Whoever came up with that show, yeah. really, I mean, it was way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. It really was. I mean, now they're doing, aren't they doing the same thing now with Ninja Warrior? 
Kind of. It's yeah, kind of it's it's similar. It's There's the no same. gladiators that you're going right. against. Yeah. You're just going against other yeah, people. Yeah, big muscled up yeah. men and women. Yeah. But yeah, and you, then you go through just, these obstacles. They would just beat the garbage oh, out of it was of awesome. It was, it was great. Yeah, the, the, I, that's the one that I think I enjoyed the most, where you're running for your life, diving behind different things, and you had to go, what, like 50 yards? Something like that, yeah. yeah. And and if is that Blaze right That's there? That's Blaze oh, right there. Oh man, there's Riel Mitchell's mom. Man, smoking. <laughs> Don't say that when he gets yeah, on well, campus. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, creep the poor kid out. Because <laughs> old man came shuffling up and was talking about how hot my mom was. Yeah, <laughs> she was back then. <laughs> Just check it out, Blaze. <laughs> Look, she was great on the show. Yeah. They, actually, they all were. Mm-hmm. And they played it to the hilt. Yeah. I mean, it was, not only was it highly entertaining and the athletic competition, it was fun, too. Yes. It, it was fun to mess around they, with. They didn't take it too seriously. Exactly. And yes. But every once in a while. There'd be, you know, a lot of times it'd be like the joust event yes, or something I like that. that. Yeah. And either a gladiator get beat, which was always, I mean, you always love to see you that. See the gladiator lose. Right. Or you would see, and it was mostly the guys, you know, you do something that wasn't exactly liked. Right. And there might be a little extra push or shove yep. afterwards, things yep. like that. I always got to kick yeah, out of I those did too. too. Oh, I did too. And, and that probably was not scripted. So, all right, with Real Mitchell coming on campus, yeah, we got to have some kind of American Gladiators event up in Ames. Wouldn't that be fun before a game? Oh, that'd be great. Get down to the promotions. You want department. me to get on the horn yeah. to John Walters on that? Yeah. I okay. mean, I see, I'm full of ideas. Yeah, that's good, pal. You are. Yeah, they could do that easily, right. a halftime event. Yeah, or and they, and they you know, could, something out in the tailgate lot. Oh, man, and they could have Blaze make a, a guest right. appearance. Exactly. That's a great photo of her. I'm going to turn that down. You're getting a little too excited. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jimmy B and TC for the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. Up. I'm heating up. Oh, boy. We'll come back and try to cool you off. BJ okay. Rydell is going to join us. We'll talk Vikings in the NFL draft with Spielman and company. Did his thoughts on that and much more as we continue on. Jimmy B and TC, 1700 KBGG. Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 till noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers on 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. When you're hungry and craving a steak, you want to get your eat on. And you can at Iowa Beef Steakhouse. For over 30 years, Iowa Beef Steakhouse has been known for serving huge choice cuts of Iowa-raised beef, cooked over charcoal, and served with fantastic sides. With everything from a fine Iowa chop to a tender filet mignon, Iowa Beef Steakhouse is the perfect place to get your eat on. Now, with their new lunch menu, you can enjoy the taste of a great steak or burger over the lunch hour instead of having to wait until dinner time. 
time. And if you need a space for a meeting or party, look to Iowa Beef Steakhouse. They can accommodate any size group with plenty of space for no additional charge. Whether it's for lunch, dinner, or a special gathering, Iowa Beef Steakhouse is the perfect place to get your eat on. And you can get your eat on for half price. Because Iowa Beef Steakhouse is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Iowa Beef Steakhouse certificates for only $25. Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend Bicycle. Uh, <laughs> hello, it's, it's, it's your bike here. So about last night, sorry, I kind of just ran off with that bike thief. I just want you to know it's not anything you did. And, and I'm not trying to make excuses here, but I do have wheels. They roll. Anyway, hope you're insured. I'll see your stolen grill says, hey. When your stuff runs off, it doesn't pay you back. Luckily, the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Napa know-how. You don't need an air-conditioned steering wheel or high-performance supercharger to use Mobile One full synthetic motor oil. Now just $5.79 a quart at Napa. Mobile One offers premium protection for all cars. Premium or not so premium. So give your ride Mobile One synthetic just $5.79 a quart. Even if it doesn't have the latest technological stuff. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer expires 531.17. 1700 KBGG is proud to be part of the Bass Kick and Boat giveaway. And we're really happy for Mike Armstrong, our Bass Kick and Boat winner, with Malone Motorsports, Lowe's Boats, and Mercury Marine. You just had a boat! Taking your boat, Mike? Like rapping. <laughs> Happy boating, and thanks for being part of the Bass Kick and Boat giveaway with Malone Motorsports, Mercury Marine, and Lowe's Boats at 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. 
Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back. We go all the way till 3 o'clock. Uh, we've had fun here on the show today. I'm telling you, that's a, that was a real flashback, the American Gladiator. Just call it up on Google, and you can see what we were uh, discussing. Uh, Robert Rydell, Viking territory. The uh, Vikings not having a first-round selection. And so they had to do some things uh, in order to sit back and kind of organize and make sure that they did not uh, make a mistake. They had to wait, sit on their hands, watch what everybody else did, and then eliminate players off their big draft board. So at any rate, uh, Robert's going to clue us in. Were the Vikings good? Were they okay? Were they, well, what really were they? Uh, we'll fire him up here on the line right now. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Robert, good afternoon, man. Good afternoon to you, too, sir. How are you doing? We're doing great, pal. Uh, clue us in. Uh, with the Vikings without that first rounder, uh, it's got to be tough when you're sitting in the so-called war room and you're just watching players go by and you got to run the uh, proverbial red chalk through them saying, nope, we can't get him, we can't get him, we can't get him. How did they set their targets then for after the first round? Well, honestly, you know, when you look into what was what uh, Rick Spielman was looking at, he really had to just kind of pick a group of guys that he thought might be there at 48 and kind of hone in on that group. And then as it kind of crept closer, start narrowing it down more and more. And what ended up happening for him, uh, you know, lucky for the Vikings, was that Dalvin Cook continued to slide, and it became kind of a no-brainer for him. Um, Spielman said immediately after the pick that he was the guy that, Dalvin Cook was the guy that they had as a top two running back on their board and was kind of the best player available, so it was really a no-brainer for him, given that they were looking to upgrade the running back position. So, you know, the short answer to your question is they didn't, I don't think they really had a definitive plan like a lot of these teams did because, of the kind of the parody of the NFL draft and how anything can happen at any second. But it seemed like as soon as Spielman kind of felt like he was within range, both in the second round with Cook and in the third round with Pat Elfline, of getting a guy that really could be an impact guy immediately for the Vikings, um, he jumped on it and, you know, he made his move both, both those times and plenty of other times on day three as well. Okay, I'm I'm down with Dalvin Cook with his performance on the football field. I'm not down with some off-field issues. Was that discussed Absolutely. at all? Was that discussed? Yeah, uh, Spielman actually brought that up unprompted during his uh, his uh, post-selection press conference, I guess. Um, he brought up the idea that, you know, Dalvin Cook had a lot of transgressions down at FSU, whether it was, you know, off-field stuff or just kind of being a dumb kid, I guess. Um, and he said that he talked to him about it, and the number one thing that he came away saying was that um, he believes that football is more important to him now. He has kind of matured in understanding how important uh, the NFL can be for his life, and he's, he believes that they don't see any of that kind of stuff happening um, in the near future or at all. Um, he was very adamant about the, you know, the psychological profile and the interviews that they did with Cook Down, um, either I believe it was at FS, FSU's Pro Day and also at the Combine as well. They were very satisfied with the results they got from him, so um, they felt like he was worth the character risk. You know, uh, some of the stuff with his background, mm-hmm. 
it's sure. it's difficult to get a good read. I mean, it's not like it's a a host of arrests and things that are very easy to point to. You know, you hear terms like hangs around with the wrong, wrong crowd, crowd. Yeah. finds right. himself in right. the wrong spot at the right time. It, it's those kind of things. Is Was that overblown in your mind, or is it a real red flag? I think to some degree it can be a very real red flag, which I think makes it all the more important that Cook will be playing his football in Minnesota and not Florida anymore, yeah. which I imagine would be a little bit more difficult for his entourage to follow. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I imagine some of that stuff is overblown because of playing on a nas- national stage. You know, Cook is a guy that basically played um, during prime time for every week of the last couple of years here at Florida State, and he had national spotlight on him from the moment he stepped on campus because of how high-profile of an athlete he is. And I mean, you know how stories kind of twist and turn as they go through their sources. And I imagine that some of it is a little bit overblown. But at the same time, you know, as a general manager and as a head coach, you have to be very concerned with your, you know, your top pick um, on who he's hanging around with. And that was another thing that Spielman brought up during his uh, post-pick press conference was that he's already – Cook is coming into a situation where he already knows guys like Teddy Bridgewater and Xavier Rhodes who are kind of from his neck of the woods down in Florida – um, so he's bring he's coming to a place where there's already pro- professionals from you know his background and guys that he knows. So um, that'll be something that'll be make it easier for him to transition to the NFL alongside some guys that he knows um, and kind of get away from that um, I guess that entourage that was plaguing him on off with the off field concerns and whatnot. Did it get much blowback when he was selected in Minneapolis, or was it how fans generally react? Oh my God, we got Dalvin Cook. It was, it was pretty positive from what I could see. Um, it seemed like most fans were uh, very excited about the fact that it was in, uh, you know, an immediate upgrade and a value selection. Um, I think a lot of the, the off-field kind of stuff was it was so geared towards Joe Mixon this year that Dalvin Cook's stuff kind of slid under the radar from a fan perspective because everyone was so honed in on Mixon and you know how obvious his transgressions were. Um, I think that you know, people are learning about Dalvin Cook um, there's been some excellent work done on the internet to uh, you know inform people of his background and whatnot. So I know that Vikings fans, um, at least the ones I've been in contact with, um, have been uh, you know reading up on him and uh, you know feeling more and more confident as uh, you know with every passing page because of this guy. The guy doesn't have the character issues on the field. It's just the off-field kind of dumb stuff where he's just making impulsive decisions, and it doesn't translate over to him being a bad teammate or any of that type of stuff. Um, he's actually known pretty well as a good locker room presence. So, you know, it kind of goes back to what Trent was saying with, you know, how the entourage kind of affects a player's persona and how getting away from that can really change a player and his development as a whole. Hey, BJ, uh, with that, you look at the running back situation. They bring in Latavius Murray. Uh, you still sure. have Jarek McKinnon who can do a lot of different things out there. With this group of running backs, how's it going to play out? Certainly we know the NFL anymore, you know, the guy that's going to carry the ball 350 times, that's kind of out the window uh, the way the game is played today. But overall, how is this going to play out to the running back uh, crew that they have? Well, it's interesting because, first of all, you've got to look at the contract situation. Jarek McKinnon is entering a contract year for the Vikings. Um, so he is kind of playing for his, uh, you know, his purple and gold colors right now. Um, as for Latavius Murray, he, the contract he signed obviously was a two-year deal, but it's, it's, it's pretty easy for the Vikings to get out after one year, so he's kind of on a test drive right now. So both of those guys are sort of jockeying for not only uh, you know, depth chart spots immediately, but in the future as well. 
I think that Dalvin Cook is probably your more uh, – he, he's the true uh, successor to Adrian Peterson on this depth chart. Um, I imagine the Vikings will bring him along slowly on third down specifically because Spielman addressed that he does have some issues in pass protection, which is something Latavius Murray is a lot stronger at already and a little bit more developed skill set in that regard. Um, so I think that, you know, to start it off at least week one, I would imagine that Dalvin Cook will be on the field and be a guy that, uh, that gets, you know, somewhere between 10 and 15 touches, but I just don't see him being on the field as, you know, a three-down back immediately because I think Murray is the more refined player and will take away from some of those short yardage carries um, as well as, you know, like I said, true passing situations where he's in there to block. Um, not to say that Dalvin Cook can't make an impact as a pass catcher. It's uh, Spielman was just very adamant that, you know, he needs to work. He needs to clean up some things in pass protection before they feel comfortable um, lying him out there, um, especially behind the kind of a suspect offensive line. Still, having a conversation right now with Robert Rydell, Viking territory on the Draft House Fifty Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Run through some of the other guys that you think will be guys that stick on the Vikings come fall, and how do you think they will play into the grand scheme of things? Absolutely. So Dalvin Cook, like you know, like we just said, I think that he's an absolute home run pick. I think that he will be an immediate impact player for the Vikings. The other guy you got to look at for in terms of being a guy that's going to immediately impact this team is Pat Elfline, the third round pick. Um, Mike Zimmer already solidified his status as a guy that's going to be competing for the safety spot. Uh, Joe Berger has the ability to move over to the right guard slot, so you could see Elfline slide in as a Week One starter as well. Uh, Julio Johnson, the defensive tackle from Iowa, the Vikings got in the fourth round. Um, that's another guy that should see immediate reps um, with defense. Um, Sharif Floyd, as you guys know, is has potentially suffered a career-ending injury. And a three-technique technique spot next to Linville Joseph um, is kind of up in the air. Tom Johnson's getting older. I believe he's going to be 34 next season. And Shamar Stephan is more of a nose tackle that would back up uh, Joseph as opposed to being a pass-rushing guy in the three-tech spot. So I would imagine that Julio Johnson is immediately in the rotation there. Um, I think that Ben Gideon, the Michigan linebacker that they also got in the fourth round, is a uh, guy that's going to be an immediate uh, competitor on special teams. I think you'll see him making a lot of tackles um, in that regard. Um, Rodney Adams, I think, will be, you know, at some point, I see him being the kick returner for the Vikings. I don't know if it'll be immediately, but I think that he has the potential, and there's a reason why the Vikings drafted his skill set, because he, he kind of looks like, Cordell Patterson light. I mean, I do mean light when I say that. Um, <laughs> Danny Isidore from Miami is another guy that I think will compete for the right guard spot. I think probably the most interesting pick the Vikings have here is that sixth-round selection. Uh, Bucky Hodges, the tight end from Virginia Tech. Now, this is a guy that's six foot six, about two hundred and sixty pounds, runs a four-five-seven forty, jumps out of the gym at thirty-nine inches. He's an immediate red zone nightmare, and that's something the Vikings haven't had since Sidney Rice departed for Seattle. So. Um, I would imagine that he would he, he will see some snaps on you know situational snaps for the Vikings immediately as well. Yeah, uh, another guy that I really liked is uh, Adendego from Northwestern. We saw him sure. firsthand against Iowa. He had the the game of his career against the Hawkeyes over in Kinnick last season. Uh, has he got a shot to stick around? It's it just seems like Spielman he does such a good job of identifying guys that. Uh, maybe he can't play out there full-time roles, but at the very least can provide some kind of needs, and he might be another one of those guys for Spielman. Yeah. Uh, is it o- Odenigbo? Uh, that name uh, sounds about right. Tra- 
it's kind of a booby trap there. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, he's a very situational talent at this point, very raw as a run defender, but those pass rushing skills are very obvious. You know, like you mentioned, the Iowa game was kind of his uh, career moment, I would say. I believe he had four uh, sacks throughout that game and three in the second half that was able to, you know, kind of uh, solidify that W for Northwestern. So I think that, you know, immediately I see him as a guy that's probably going to be on the practice squad for the Vikings. Um, or if, you know, some other team might get a chance at, at, uh, if he you know, is released from the 53-man roster. I just don't see him being pro-ready enough to, be, to warrant a, a 53-man spot at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think he's a developmental talent. He's kind of like Stephen Weatherly, who the Vikings drafted a couple of years back. Um, you know, just sort of a guy that he, needs to, he has one skill. He needs to develop another one before he becomes you know, a guy that can really be an impact guy, um, even in a rotational role. You need to be ready for every situation. I just don't see um, Odenigbo as a, uh, you know, as a, as a as a strong enough run defender at this point in his career to warrant that spot. Okay, before we let you run, we got about a minute left. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, fifth year option, not going to be picked up by the team. Is his career mm-hmm. finished? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I, I'll leave you. I'll, leave, I'll keep it simple here with you guys. Um, this is a guy that immediately came out right away and said, "My purpose will not be denied." and He's such a great kid. He's such a great personality. I am a full believer that his purpose will not be denied. So until the, until Teddy Bridgewater called to quits, I will have optimism regarding his future. BJ, is always good catching up with you. Lots on the Vikings. I know we'll be talking time or two throughout the summer, mm-hmm. getting us through those long summer months. Appreciate your time as always. Absolutely. Looking forward to it, guys. Thanks as always. Thank you, man. See you later. And look, that's, that's crushing because Bridgewater was really coming on. And then to have him blow that knee the way that he did mm-hmm. in practice, wasn't even hit on the play, uh, It's you just hate stories like that. Well, it makes sense for the Vikings to well, go this does, route, though, yes. because yeah. basically the contract just rolls back another year. Right. And if he's on the pup list this year, yep. that's a good thing for the Vikings. Yep. So it makes sense for them. Uh, not to pick up that fifth year. I, I agree. I still think there is a, a lot of football still that can be had here. I hope so. We will see about that one, but it's Sam Bradford's team for 2017. It, it is. There's no question. Uh, with that, we are done for the day, at least for this particular hour. You and the Wolf are going to get together, right? Yeah, we got Wolfgang coming in next. We'll uh, talk plenty of Hawkeyes with him, little NBA as well. Take it up until 3 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. We're back in a moment. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, 
and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Hiring is the most challenging part of my job. It's really hard. The searching, the sorting through resumes. Most people don't have the right experience. We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. Right from the start, you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier. One click and my job was posted to a hundred plus job boards, all the top sites. All of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them. Thumbs up if I liked them, thumbs down if I didn't. No emails and attachments, printing up docs, phone calls, none of that. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person we needed within one week. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter. Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 100-plus job sites. ZipRecruiter, the fastest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. Hey, Metro PCS and Cricket customers. Are you tired of family plans with data limits? Check out Boost Mobile's best family plan ever. Right now, add a line with unlimited gigs for just $30 a month. Is that an amazing value or what? Even more amazing, you can add up to four lines with unlimited gigs for $30 each, all on Boost's crazy fast nationwide network. And did we mention that your first month is free for your new lines? Plus, when you switch, you can get up to four free Samsung Galaxy phones. Goodbye, Metro PCS. See you, Cricket. Hello, Boost, and the best family plan ever. What are you waiting for? Visit a Boost Mobile store today. Offer ends 6117. Primary line must be on $50 plan. Video streams optimized at 480p plus. Music up to 500 kilobits per second. And cloud gaming up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization applies during congestion. Three months credit for each additional line is $30. Max four additional lines. Credit applied at time of activation. Free phone requires port in and activation on $50 plan while supplies last. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. Looking good, Mr. King of the Hill. Mr. D- 1700 KBGG Des Moines Accumulus Station. I like it! Big news, big talk, and big sports. This is Jim Rome with the CBS Sports Minute. It's not very often you.